ALG really saved me. I put all of my success on joining this group. People constantly checking in saved me. I made so many like friends with people that I've never met, but I feel incredibly close to and, and I consider them family. It really is a family. It is a place where you can just be yourself and there is no judgment. There is no shame. You are so welcome there. Nobody has to be in this alone. Everybody is either going through or has gone through the same thing at one point. Let's do this. Welcome back to the ALG podcast. If you're listening to this on the day of drop, then happy Friday to you. Really quick, guys, at the top of the show, if you could five-star rate and review the podcast, we would really appreciate that. Those five-star rates reviews go a really long way, and we want to keep on putting out content that you love to hear. So please, five-star rate and review. Guys, if you're looking to save 20% off Redcon 1, Redcon 1 is a proud sponsor of the ALG podcast. You can go on to Redcon 1 and use promo code at checkout T20JARPS. That's T20JARPS. And now, without further ado, it is I, the hostess with the mostess, J-A-R-P, J-A-R-P's journey. I'm joined alongside my partner in crime, fit underscore D-Rock, David Roden. Howdy, howdy. I got a question for you, John. Ready to start it off. Do you like have like a written spiel next to you that starts your intro or you just you just got you straight off the top? That's why it changes now. Just a little tweak every every now and again. Straight off the dome piece. Okay, I respect it. I respect it. I appreciate that. It almost because at one point when you were in the middle of it, you kind of looked to your left a little bit. If anyone's watching this on YouTube, and I'm like, is he reading it? Is he not reading it? No, when I look off to the left, it's because I'm thinking. (laughs) So if you ever watch me do like the um, community call promo. And I'm like knee deep in it. And I, I forget what I'm about to say. I'll look to the left all the time. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, my, it's my tail. Like if I was in a poker game, you would know I'm bluffing if I look to the left. That's fine. Did you yeah. know that you're more apt to pull back information when you look up with your eyes? Did you know that? Yes. Yep. That's actually a real thing. If you look up when you like, if you lose your train of thought or you're trying to think of something, look up, there's a higher probability you'll find it. Just saying. I believe it. I believe it. So. We're coming off the heels of a really great podcast with Jay, Jared. Jay's crushing it. Uh, A lot of positive reviews from that podcast. I want to, you know, thank everyone who's listened in to that. You know, the DMs and everything like that. We really appreciate it. And uh, this week, guys, this week, I literally doing the exact uh, opposite. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're fucking throwing the baby out before the bathwater with this one, folks. Um isn't that just such a dumb saying? Anyway, uh, so this yeah, week, I've never heard I, that until you said it. Seriously? Not, I mean, I've heard it, but it's not a, a frank conversation. I've heard a lot, per, like people say. I've yeah. heard it maybe five times in my entire life. Really? And this is one of them. Wow. And you're the <laughs> highly educated one. And this sounds like an Italian statement. No, no, it's definitely not. But anyway, it's actually an old English statement. It gets way back. Anyway, um, <laughs> So today, guys, we are we are just I'm angry. I'm not angry, but today we're talking about influencers in the weight loss community and MLM MLMs. So this is so literally when John texted me when we were talking about topic ideas and he says this, I'm like, did someone hurt you recently? Like it was so abrasive from the start. I'm like. All right, all right. We're 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 diving into it. We went from yeah. 
we went from sunshine and rainbows conversation with Jay last week of, of proud 200 plus pound weight loss transformation in 14 months, all this benefit. And now we're just going to shit on some people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shit on a whole industry. Um, also, so I want to preface this for you guys. All right. Ooh. Now, a lot of you may not realize this, but the diet industry is a $129 billion industry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me say that to you one more time. A hundred and twenty-nine billion. That's with a B billion dollar industry. Okay. Now I want to ask you something. Knowing the information that I just said, why do you think fad diets, MLMs, and coaches? Yeah, I'm coming for coaches too, even though we do coaching, don't work. Because if you cure people. You don't get money. You don't get reoccurring customers. Yeah. I, I understand that logic to a standpoint, and especially in coaching. We'll, we'll put it that way. Coaching, I 100% agree with. Yes. Uh, because if you create some type of educational platform where they have to constantly go back to you, right. super fucking dangerous. That, yes. Because like you are now incentivized to give someone just enough success Mm-hmm. They feel like happy, but not too much that they feel like they can do it on their own. Absolutely. So I completely agree. However, some of the nutrition stuff, I'm just sitting there going, well, you need protein every day. Right. No, so, of, so of there's course. Certain, yes. There's definitely there's parts certain, of the umbrella. I that, love pre-workout yeah. every fucking day. So well, that's bad for you, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking poison. But anyway, um, no, but yeah. So here's the thing. And also I would like to also state the obvious by definition, you could call David and I an influencer. 100%. We both have over, you know, 20, whatever you would consider the cusp of what an influencer is. We both Mm -hmm. have, you know, thousands of followers on Instagram. And that's great. That's fine and dandy. And I appreciate everyone who takes the time out to like one of my posts, comment on one of my posts, or DM me, whatever, follow me, the whole shebang. I appreciate that. But I did not get into the weight loss community to be an quote-unquote influencer, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm not out here pushing products that I don't use. I'm not out here taking payment for testimonies of shit I haven't done. Like there's levels oh, 100%. To, to this influencer propaganda bullshit. Okay. Definitely. So, so I want to point that out really, really quick. Now also coaching. Okay. Now we are what three months into launching ALG coaching, something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Three or four months. Okay. What I see, and it's, it's not a lie. Okay. Coaching is definitely a big fad right now in the weight loss, you know, community, especially Mm -hmm. on Instagram. People get a a bunch of followers. They lose a bunch of weight. They lose a little weight. Some of them haven't even lost any weight, Mm -hmm. but they haven't transformed their life at all. They haven't turned their life around at all, but they slap a little coaching sticker on their Instagram and all of a sudden they're a fucking health guru. And And they sound assertive. That's always the biggest one to me. Assertive as shit. They're confident. They so confident. Great salespeople. Amazing salespeople. It, listen, my hat's off to you. If you're making money, congratulations, because it's hard out here in these streets in 2021. But the fact of the matter is this. You are fooling a lot of people. Why is, the, why is diet culture, why is the diet industry a $120 million, a billion dollar industry? Because of the fact that people who are overweight, people that are looking to change their life, are easily manipulated. Mm-hmm. 
point blank period. I've been there. I've been that person. And sometimes I still am that person. And I will say that with my heart on my sleeve and that is not coming at the neck of anybody. But the fact of the matter is this. If someone is desperate enough to change their life, they will do anything, anything mm-hmm. at all, whether that be taking fat burners, taking some magic pill that they say is going to work, taking fucking sweet sweat, taking fucking uh, wearing a, a, a waist trainer for absolutely no goddamn reason. If you can give me a solid reason as to why you're putting an elastic band around yourself, yeah, other than to just like sweat, sweat a little more. Yeah, the, the sweat, the sweatsuits, people working out in sweatsuits, acting like it's you know how actually dangerous. That is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, but it, but it gives you. Look at I dropped five more pounds by wearing it. Yeah, called yeah, water. Yeah, go drink a water bottle. <laughs> no, hundred percent. It's you know? it's it's so interesting when you get into that fat. Like it, it is frustrating too. Like I, you you definitely are more emotionally attached to it than me when it comes to just the frustration. I, I I'm the same. Like it, it's interesting. It's it's I guess one of the biggest ones that annoys the fuck out of me is your Instagram influencers, the guys that had the genetic precursor mixed with they never made poor habits at an early age right um and they have they're shredded right they're they're a great physical physique all they got to do is add some protein work Mm -hmm. a little bit harder and they're just yoked out of their mind absolutely and they tell you this is the three-step plan to getting abs and all of it involves workouts Mm -hmm. i'm just like you're so full of shit and you are hurting people with that with that mentality so i i I 100 percent um so a lot of you are probably thinking and you're sitting there and you're like well jay arp you have coaching why are you down talking why are you why are you bashing the coaching industry i'll tell you why when i was 510 pounds you want to know why i didn't want a health coach because every fucking health coach was never fucking 10 pounds overweight Mm -hmm. ever why am i going to take advice from a guy that has never walked a mile in my shoes and this is not me boasting, you know, the coaching system that me and David have created. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just stating the obvious. And I know that there's like-minded people out there who think the same way as me. I am not going to take advice from a person who has never had an eating disorder. I'm not going to take, I'm not going to take advice from a person who has never been over 20 pounds overweight. I'm not, it's just not going to happen because he can't live vicariously through me and I can't live vicariously through him. There is no connection. My life, me personally as John Arpino, I want to be represented. You understand what I'm saying? Like me as a kid, I wanted to see people like me in a movie. I wanted a funny fat guy in a movie. I related to him. Why? Because we had a connection. Like I got it. I understood. So like, yes, is there great coaches out there who have never been overweight a day in their life? Absolutely. They're fantastic. That's why they make hand over fist all the time, but they are people who are taking advantage of, of people who are desperate wallets. You follow what I'm saying? Like there are people out there who are crying themselves to sleep every single night. They're waking up in the day and they're miserable and they don't want to go on with their life because they can't figure out a way out. So when they see an ad that says, hey, join my coaching for, you know, you could join my workout app for 25 cents a day, 25 cents a day. That's amazing. I want to join your workout app for 25 cents. What is 25 cents a day? A cup of coffee at the end of the week? You know, if that but you're not getting results. What results are you getting? What result am I getting by going on my phone and looking at a fucking app and no one's telling me if I'm doing this right? It's always, so going off of that, I always cited, so so this is actually something that um, I always go back on, back and forth on when it comes to just say outside of coaching, because coaching, 
coaching is better than courses in my opinion because at least right. if they're educated let me preface that the if the coach is educated and and knows what they're talking about coaching is better than courses mm -hmm. because the issue and one of the hardest things that i've had when it comes to courses is i know going into it most people will fail like most people and it's it's always a tough one for me when it comes to courses in particular when it comes to creating a course right because i know the reality is 80% of people who take this course are going to fail yes but 20% are going to are succeed which is great mm -hmm. um but i would cuz but like when especially when you get into the weight loss space and like the tra like trans service space where you're selling an outcome is what you're doing and like i've always felt bad or at least I've dealt with the idea of feeling bad that if you are creating a course to, to help someone who's morbidly obese lose 250 pounds and you don't have everything to a T perfect and they fall off for whatever reason, motivation, like, like mm -hmm. having that integrity, all that kind of stuff. There's an infinite amount of reasons. Mm -hmm. I put that on me because it's like, fuck, like I, I, I sold them that course so they could get a result and they Absolutely. didn't get that result. Yeah. And so that's, I've always had the hard time with courses because I know going into it, there's going to be a fall off failure rate. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. And I don't, I like have high moral the, integrity where it's like, I, I have a hard time do, dealing with that. Cause it's yeah. like, no, I, I yeah. definitely agree with that. I a hundred percent agree with that. Plus I don't like, you know, these cookie cutter programs hundred percent where it's like, this is my curriculum. This is what we're doing today, boys and girls. And there's, I'm sorry, Jimmy, you're having a hard time. Well, too bad. You better catch up yeah. with the rest of the class because now we're, we're on abs. This week we're, we're doing. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it don't it, life doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. You know and, what I mean? No, 100%. And that's where um, it is so frustrating. But this is, I, I think it's always so interesting too because you can pivot that out completely to life. I, I, I think I, this is my analogy when it comes to coaching in general. Right. Which is mo like, uh, Jay would always laugh about this, probably this in the financial standpoint. Most people make their money selling financial courses on financial success. Oh, yeah. And their whole success came from selling a course on financial success. Yeah. Same thing so, with coaching. Same thing with yeah, a lot of these places. And so discerning through the bullshit is like, it's a sifting process through every industry. Mm -hmm. I think that's what makes it, it makes coaching. Cause, cause like, I understand it because like in the 21st century today, it is so easy to be, become a coach with all these platforms, like creating a course, creating an educational platform. And I understand it to be effective, like needed because I, I have a very, very big issue to the traditional college world as I think you do too. It's super dated. Right. Um, but like you sit here and just because you have the just because you have the access to building a course, doesn't, doesn't mean you, mean should. you should exactly yeah. exactly it's like you sit here and you throw some shit against a wall and you hope it sticks and just because you made like i i deem success of a program by how many people create lasting change most yeah. people would see a success in a program of how many people bought the product right and it's like depending on how people see things i think that's a way you discern um you discern coaching. So for example, if anyone's looking for coaching, I would, before you pay for anyone for coaching, ask about their top two success stories 
ask about their top two failure stories. Right. Because if a coach isn't willing to tell you where they fucked up, be, like they're if they're not willing to tell you, you know what? I I, I that that is a major red flag in coaching. Absolutely. Oh, I only have success stories. I've had over three thousand clients. Yeah, and none of them failed. And every single one changed their life. Everything changed their life. Yeah. See, and again, it, a lot of times to me, it's just like being transparent. I have yeah. no problem with someone saying, "Hey, I don't know it all." It's what I have is, oh, I know exactly what I'm doing. Absolutely. No, <laughs> that's not how this works. Like no one has a hundred percent success rate in anything. Doctors don't have a hundred percent success rate. Don't so so don't give me this shit that you don't have you don't you don't have failure rates. So if you're discerning into the coaching space and you're mm-hmm. trying to find a coach you can you can latch onto, ask them not only about their success rate but why who failed and why. Yep. And Absolutely. I would I, it's it would be a good way to discern that. I think looking for a coach should be like the same as shopping for a car, shopping for a house, or even looking mm-hmm. for a therapist. If you 100%. have no connection with that person or you have no connection with that thing, there's no reason. Move. To Move. Yeah. And, uh, Move and big and love don't be afraid to say no. Yeah. And big love sums of money up front, I think is a, is a serious, like big yeah. contracts and shit. Mm-hmm. I understand it. Cause it's like, they both want to have weight in the game and you want to kind of like create that intensity to your coach and your transformation, like six month contracts. Cause mm-hmm. anyone can do something for a month, but how can you, how, how long you sustain it? But at the same time, I get worried about like these longer contracts because you're like, well, you're, you're jamming someone, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Um, I know you, so I have, you and I have a very different perspective on MLM. So when you bring up MLM, are you, because, because again, it's always so interesting to me because so are like for Herbalife, I'm sure is on that list heavy. Yeah. 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 Herbalife, yeah. isogenics. See, see the whole thing to me is how, I understand the pers- I understand MLMs are not okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. I've been in an MLM. Yeah. I've been a part of an MLM. Yeah. That's fine. You can make money in an MLM. Yeah. But I'm, we're not talking about the making money standpoint. Like you as a, as 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 someone who's in the MLM making money, we're not talking about that. We're okay. talking about the person who's being approached by these MLMs who are somehow coerced into buying these MLMs. And listen, I know people have that have done herbal herbalife. I know people that have done isogenics and I know that they've had success. That's not the question. Mm-hmm. The question at hand is what happens the day that you just decide on some random Tuesday, today's the day I stop taking isogenics. Today's this day. I stop taking herbalife. Yeah. That's the day where it all goes downhill. Yeah. And then you're sucked back into the fucking cycle of, well, I can't do it without Herbalife. Herbalife. I can't do it without yeah, 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 isogenics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because you can just say a thing. I guess, I guess you can even say that in the same ballpark as um, any, any product-based company where the vast majority of their education or support involves the product itself. Yeah. I think like it's like Jenny Craig. Right. Like same shit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, what's, what's the one that had Dan Marino as the, uh, as the spokesman forever. Which which one's the one in Florida, South Florida diet? The South uh, Beach diet. South Beach diet isn't South Beach yeah. diet where it's all ma- microwave shit. No, no, South Beach was it had its own like book and stuff. It, it was oh, like, okay, uh, so yeah, it's a little no, different. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, what's the other? Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, lean cuisines. Was, yeah, yeah, lean. But that's not like a mark. Yeah. Um, it might have been Jenny Craig actually. That Dan Jenny Craig is a big one. It's just the idea of these of uh, meal replacement 
microwave all your meals and or or shakes what it is nutrisystem there it is that was it yep nutrisystem um all this stuff is so fucking unsustainable because the price point's too high so you're never going to sustain it for the long term nine times out of ten it sucks yeah they taste terrible Number like it, it's just not a sustainable approach to long-term no. health so yeah Mm-mm. so any any real educate any real platform where the vast majority of their education the vast majority of their substance is about their product right. is a super fucking dangerous game if no i have what. to eat your breakfast your lunch your dinner your snack your shake every single day to get results it's not worth it no no i completely i tell okay, there's I no freedom see, that's the whole thing of like trying to like generalize it out so it's like it's MLM has that problem, but MLMs there are, are great businesses. No, but I'm just saying there there are uh, there are companies outside of that space that do the, that have the same issue. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So basically, just your your meal replacement companies in general. Yeah, 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 yeah. That involve you well, using their product consistently. Yes, there's that, but also. I don't get a DM from a Nutrisystem representative every two weeks. I get a fucking yeah, DM from a fucking Herbalife fucking person who lost four pounds, and all of a sudden they're telling me how they can guarantee yeah, me yeah, I get that seven pounds too. in two days. Yeah, that's the best. I love getting those. You know, it's crazy to me. I, I, it is crazy to me how it's still a thing. Women's Health magazine that you see in stores. Yeah, and like. They like it oh, is, how, to, how to shave seven inches off your waist. Literally, like it's like tw- keto diet basics, yeah. lose 20 pounds in 20 days. Yeah. And it's like, how the fuck is this shit legal to even say? Right. Like it's it blows my mind that people fall into that. And then that goes back to actually where um, so I was just at a buddy's fulfillment center for apparel. He's got a, a he lives in Grand Rapids. Spencer Taylor, shout out to Spencer Taylor, great kid. Um, Vibe Source, he's got like a couple hundred thousand followers on on YouTube, really good kid. Um, and we were talking about how right now marketing is about being as abrasive and unrealistic as possible. Yeah. And one of the things I struggle with is I struggle with the truth and being transparent. And it doesn't sound good to, to like for for example, where I tell you, hey. Let me teach you a sustainable approach where you're going to lose 200 pounds over three years. Right. Nobody Everyone's, wants to know that. No one wants to fucking hear that. <laughs> can you tell me how I can do it in six months? No, I'm not going to fucking tell you how to do it in six months. No, I'm I, have a, you- I have a wedding in two months and I need to lose 75 pounds. Do you think that's possible? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. And that's what that's what gets me. I told I told him that I was like, I could if I were to if I were to play that game right. the closest i'd play that game to is keto now i'm not a keto guy through and through again i think it has its place i think it has its yeah. merits but is it is it end all be all forever and it's gonna make you live to 130 no so it's like i sit here and it would be easy for me just to create a keto protocol and then sell it for 100 bucks a pop and sell a thousand units but like, but then at the same time, like that's full of shit. Like that's not like, again, most people, 90% won't sustain it. They may see some great results, but they're not going to sustain it. Right. And it's like trying to sift, getting, getting the average person who's listening, not list, not buying into the bullshit of marketing when it comes to health, where it's like, it, and it's, it's across all barriers. I mean, even, even you get into medical doctors and all this kind of shit, like, right. 
when they bring up uh, I, some guy uh, I track on TikTok who's the Mediterranean guy, and um, he's got some great stuff. Again, n- no nothing wrong with his shit, but like again, I'm also sitting there going, "You you enjoy this process. Some people would do this instead, and they've sustained great good results, and they ha- their health is very very solid. And they don't do a Mediterranean diet, so don't say it's the end all be all." Um, but he did put up on there this whole thing talking about green tea and I'm like, Oh my gosh. And he, and the way he said it was super marketing. And I'm like, you're really going to say like green tea is the way to fucking fat loss. Oh yeah. And I'm like, and he, and listening to the video, he didn't put any context to it. Talking about calorie deficit, talking about all these other major components where yeah, a little green tea in the morning may have a minor one to 2% difference but guess what? You can have all the green tea in the morning you want. If you're eating 10,000 calories a fucking yeah. day, yeah, none of it matters. Yeah. But like, it's crazy how even doctors get caught up in not putting things in context and not putting things in a realistic tone across the board because marketing just gets to people. Right. It's because it's so easy to say the abrasive thing. It's so easy to say the, the biggest guarantee you can. Yeah. And it's frustrating because it's like you watch someone do... I mean, think about it. the amount of people I still get DMs about asking me, how do I spot reduce belly fat? And it's like, how is that even still like is so astronomically wrong that there's no way to spot reduce, but there's enough Instagram influencers. There's enough people that keep on doing these. Let me show you how to get abs. And all they do is fucking ab workouts. And they're none of them are telling you the truth that it's crazy to think that so many people are still so confused. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. It's and also you went off on a tangent. I'm really proud of you. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, another thing with the uh the influencer circle is you you see these terms get flown around now, left and right, that like were never a thing before, but now all of a sudden everyone's a binge eater. Which listen, there's there is real hard cases of BED out there. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And, I know what you're saying. I am I am not knocking anybody anybody who has been diagnosed or you think that you might have a binge eating disorder that's a very serious thing go consult the doctor you know talk about it with a therapist obviously one thousand percent but when you have a person who has twenty thousand forty thousand fifty thousand hundred fifty thousand followers a million followers talking every day about binge eating intuitive eating fucking eating when you're sad whatever the case may be mm-hmm. what does that create a cult following yeah everyone says oh I, I am, there's nothing wrong with my eating, my eating habits. I am just a victim of binge eating. Mm-hmm. Like it just sets a bad precedent. It, it, it sets bad feelings because there's actual people out there who are struggling with this, who, you know, are all of a sudden they're just like tossed to the wayside now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I love the, the whole, um, so I just did, I, I did a TikTok on it and I did a live quite going in intensely this goes this goes back to some of the foundations that i truly live by which is obviously the triad of your emotional state physiology focused language and it is so crazy to me how these instagram influencers and different just social media influencers find the new vogue word yeah. find the new vogue statement take it out of context try to compare it to themselves and then they then create these significant zealot followers. Yep. 
And like, for example, it was, it was the whole term body dysmorphia. And I was just like, I, I made a video on it and I kind of shared it in the light of, cause I had a couple people come on and ask me questions about body dysmorphia is very real. I just want to like asterisk. Well, this. yes. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's, it's a real thing, but again, it is, it is one of those things to me where a lot of people get significance, get the value of importance by associating themselves with a group right. and whatever that group is, they will fit to. And so if they vibe with this group and they all say, I got body dysmorphia and 30,000 people all of a sudden go like go off on it. And it's like, it's a super fucking dangerous game Absolutely. where it's like, cause then I always go, I always break it down. Okay. You say you have quote unquote body dysmorphia, which there is a population that definitely does on a truly clinical scale. But what does that mean? Right. That means you habitually get into a negative pattern of looking at your body in a negative light. Right. That's what you're doing. And you habitually get caught in it. That, and you're just like, I hate my skin. I hate my fat. I hate my titties. I hate my legs. I hate my toes. And it's just this nasty, 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 nasty cycle. That's what it is. Okay. Like, and so when you do that, it's like, okay, so how do you get out of that? Will you start? That's what I was, I was doing with the guy. I was like, yeah, I get it. Like, I couldn't take my shirt off in public because I hated my fucking man boobs. I hated my not even pepperoni, the salami, salami, c- Canadian bacon nipples. Yeah, CDs. I still don't understand. John, how are you bigger than me with smaller nipples? It doesn't fucking make sense, man. I don't know. I, I don't get nipples, it. Though, now. But I had pretty nipples then too. But. I think I think one of the reasons why I got over body images, image issues so bad, so, so relatively quickly and again, we're talking three years. So it wasn't like over fucking night here, but in my transformation, as soon as I was through it, it was over. Like, I don't, I don't have a big issue of trying to, of seeing myself in a 400 pound light anymore. I really don't. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest reasons why is because I didn't get caught in this trend of trying to create a bigger demon than it had to be. Right. A thousand percent. Now also, there is a population that it's a true clinical disorder. I'm not like right. And now listen, I have my spats with body dysmorphia. I know that yeah. it's a very real thing. There's days where I wake up and I still convince myself that I'm 500 pounds or I look overweight or whatever the case may be. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's people that never ever experienced any of these thoughts before yeah. until they saw it on someone's Instagram. Yes. That's what we're getting at. Like yes. that's the, that's the point that we're trying to bring home. So that's what I really want everyone to focus on. And then people get tricked into it themselves. Right. Because it's monkey see, monkey do. Mm-hmm. And that's what Instagram is. No matter what anyone says, it's monkey see, monkey do. Mm-hmm. So if someone every day habitually says, by dysmorphia, by dysmorphia, by dysmorphia, by dysmorphia, by dysmorphia, you're going to wake up one day and be like, boom. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I must have it too. Dysmorphia. Exactly. And then your mind tricks you into thinking all of a sudden, holy shit, you have by this. You look like a fucking load of shit. Yeah. And that's marketing through social that social media influencers that creates such a dangerous, right. dangerous so thing. Just remember that when you're listening to this, the point that we're trying to bring home here is that it's it, not that it's a fake thing. It's a very real thing. It's just now it's been ingrained into everyone's head that they're mm-hmm. seeing it so much that they're experiencing it more because their brain has tricked them into thinking that they have it because it's on their screen so, so much. much. Exactly. It's like, that's the whole thing. And that's marketing that influencers get caught up in. It's like, right. And, and, and it's intuitive eating. It's, it's this. Well, that, that was the next thing jumping. I wanted to say. 
is this intuitive eating thing. Now, I kind of feel like the intuitive eating movement has kind of died down a little bit. It has. I, I don't hear it as often as I did for a little while. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with the pandemic. And, well, I think results. What results in the pandemic? Because here's the thing. You can't be intuitive eating when you're locked in your house all day because I'm going to intuitively eat all fucking day long. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm intuitively going to the fucking fridge and taking something out. Did you know that focusing on protein really counting your macros, staying within a, a healthy range and trying to keep your body fat percentage under control is considered an eating disorder. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> Cause you obsess over it. Well, again, I think there's always levels of shit, but like, it's Listen, so I guess funny. technically a disorder is anything you obsess over. No, see, I disagree. No, I'm saying by definition, I'm not saying what uh, I disorder. Think. Well, I don't know. I don't, I, I couldn't, I, I think that's the whole thing is people, people technically define disorder in different contexts. Right. context and so what happens is one person says disorder and they mean it in a clinical standpoint and some yes. people mean disorder in like the sense that it's not ideal right and it's like I understand. people tend to argue semantics more than they argue actual points because it's like this i don't have a disorder and it's like well because you have it's not a clinical dis, like doctor decision and it's like saying that you like struggle with body images being struggling with self of body image and saying that you have a disorder and saying that you have body image disorder there is levels to this shit Absolutely. and then what happens is people misassociate in my opinion is yeah. what happens 100%. um we've kind of gone on every tangent on this kind of conversation you came in hot in the first 10 minutes you were like fuck influencers for the most part but i'm one of them and then fuck MLS. I hate that word, man. I, like, I, I can have my own definition of influencer, which I heard one the other day, and I just can't I can't think of what it is right now. Um, I'd rather be represented by that. I'd rather be called an exampler. Exampler, no, 100%. Than no. an influencer. You I get I mean? you. Listen, guys, and it's, you know, if you follow me, you know that I've done giveaways. You know what I mean? You know that I've, I've had products presented on my Instagram, and that's not what I'm saying here. It's not. It's when the agenda is pushed in a certain direction. When you know that that person is not doing what they their prefer. primary goal is income. Right. When their primary goal is income, you yeah. know, I'm going to be honest with you. I work a fucking nine to five. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like when I do this shit, when I do this podcast that you're listening to right now, I am already off my regular job. I come home. I drink a protein shake. I come up here. I record this podcast and then I go do a community call for free until 11 p.m. I'm not an influencer's influencer. <laughs> we really suck at influencing if that's, if yeah, the goal if is, would, if, yeah. if the if goal, the goal, is, goal is income, straight income. I get a fucking D. <laughs> Minus. Minus. <laughs> and, and this is not like a woe is me, please pay me, I'm begging you for money type of spiel. No, I just want you to remember and I want you to know that for us, me and the primary David, goal is results. Primary goal is results and keeping it as real as possible. Mm -hmm. Because one thing that I will never forget on this journey, and I promise to God that I will never forget this. May God strike me dead tomorrow if I ever do. I will never forget what it feels like to be on the opposite end of the screen, to be on the other end of the phone, DMing the fucking big shot influencer who lost all the weight and saying, hey, how the fuck can I turn into you? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great place to like wrap this up. No, hundred percent. And I think, and like kind of wrapping up my definition of influencer. And I hate this too, because like I have friends that do it 
and like why? I'm, I'm i'm more than like i'm supportive like hey do your dreams but i'm also a person that's that is a true confident person of saying right. you don't know something until you've done it yourself mm-hmm. and you don't really know something until you've consistently gotten results and the issue is a lot of people try to sell something or create something before they've ever actually done it and it's just a super dangerous game it's just, a, it's just, it's just and, it's a, yeah go ahead finish your thought uh, and i was just gonna say it's uh, oftentimes it's sincere ignorance where it's like they yeah. sincerely think they know what they're talking about mm-hmm. um but they just they ignorant but, to the fact of experiences they haven't had to, to exactly and to grow off what david just said i have a lot of friends also that are influencers and they do mm-hmm. very very well and they make a lot of money doing what they do but i want to make money in this industry helping people legitimately helping people would i like to be able to make enough money to quit my day job so i can focus more on helping people yes but i do not want to quit my day job to push tummy tees to push body wraps to push sweat packs i don't that's i don't mm-hmm. want to do that mm-hmm. ever ever so what about what about if we got like in the detox, like super colon? Look, what if I create a colon cleanse that actually got you right, shit? So have you seen this? New, if yeah, you, I, if, I was just going to say, if I that. created a colon cleanse that got you poop on a daily basis, like more in, would All you right. sell? It? I got caught up in an Instagram ad like two nights ago of a colon cleanse. It was like called the colon broom or whatever. I was like this close to buying <laughs> it because it's a problem. But yeah. You know, so anyway, guys, I hope that if you listen to the podcast to this point, I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, I want to leave you with just this. Guys, the summer is officially behind us now. The day of recording, this is September 1st, 2021. So if you made it through the summer of 21, congratulations. Now, I know during the summer, we did not have a lot of guests that you may have been used to when we started this podcast a year ago. We wanted to take a break with guests. But if there's anyone that you would like to hear on the podcast, please feel free to DM either the Accountable Life Group Instagram Instagram page or either David and I individually because we will do our best to get them on the show. We would like to have more guests going on into the fall season. With that being said, thank you very much for listening in today. You can follow the Accountable Life Group page at Accountable Life Group on Instagram. You can follow me at JRP's underscore journey. You can follow him at fit underscore DRock. You can join the free community call with each and every single Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5.30 Pacific by going on to accountablelifegroup.com, clicking on the events tab and hopping right in through Zoom. If you would like to be a member of the ALG Coaching, you can go on to algcoaching.com, prices and spots available on the website. Um, The Accountable Life Journal is available on Amazon. Everything that I'm talking about will be in the description, but I just got to let you know. And as always, you can save 20% off Redcon 1. You want to be at the highest state of readiness? You go to redcon1.com, use promo code T20JARPS, and you save 20%. Guys, I'm only asking you to do that because it supports the podcast. That's all. Any dollar. That's a good product. No, yeah, it's a great product. Shout out to Redcon 1. They took care of you, boy. OD. But every dollar made goes back into the business. That's another thing I don't think people realize. We make no money. We put it back into ALG because we want to see ALG grow. All right, guys, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening in today. I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please share it with someone close to you who you think it will inspire. David, do you have anything? Please else? don't send it to some jack wagon like that you don't like that does these things. Because I'm really not trying to be like be like the fucking face of shitting on influencers, to be honest. I think we're going to talk do, about <laughs> Make sure you show my face because I would love to pick a bone with somebody. You know me.
I'm all about uh, action. I, all of a sudden, like this just gets sent to all these like like tea people. <laughs> stay woke. Do your part. Love you guys. You, fam. Stay beautiful. Stay sexy. Stay accountable.